previously on Cyber Psychos. You're interested in organs. I might have something for you. Oh, uh, <laughs> I buy used organs, like the musical instrument. Uh, hello? Hey, Ma. When you come over, I'll have the chef make your favorite dinner, spaghetti. Put on these slide shoes. This game has real consequences. If you die in the game, you die for real. I, I was just wondering, where'd, where'd you get that pendant from? I picked up that little beauty at an estate sale. Who's estate? Mario Lagosia. Over there in the corporate megastructure. What what was it called? Uh, the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Welcome to episode six of Cyberpunk Red, Cyber Psychos. I want to read a little bit about the executive zone. This area is a special gated and heavily defended community reserved for high-ranking corporate execs and their families. As well as luxury homes, this area has its own shopping and recreational facilities, including golf courses, private spas, and clubs. The executive zone, a new zone with only one district for the safety and pleasure of the corporate elite, carved out of the open hills surrounding the city. Now, I want to say that we are learning Cyberpunk Red, and we've been playing Evasion all wrong this time. So, uh, all you serious players out there, we're going to try to correct it and, do, and play by the rules. So, you can't dodge a bullet, apparently. So, now we're going to play with a difficulty value based on range. So, a little recap from last week to see which way the players would like to go. Um, Brock Stockton has been invited to dinner at Brock's parents' house, they uh, agreed to let the rest of the group attend. Now, uh, Sly is conveniently looking for clues at the Garden of Eden, so he wants to go for sure. But his clothes need a little attention, and he also needs an ID. Hey, bro, I think you need to get some fresher threads. Brock, tell Sly what to expect from your parents and the security at the Garden of Eden. So normally when we go in, it's this huge deal about, you know, everybody has to wear a tie and a jacket, even if, even if it's in my own house, trying to eat dinner. So I need you guys to really step it up if they're going to let you in the door. Otherwise, my dad's going to be pissed. So I need to get a suit, is what you're saying. Okay. And an ID? The guy working the gate, Ricky, uh, he's a great guy, but he always check, even checks my ID. I've known him since I was a little kid. Will they take a green card? My mom might not be super cool about it, but it's legal ID. Okay, I just will not show it to your mother, okay? Banthar, could you help me uh, make an ID? See, I can help you make an ID. My, my friends, uh, they uh, taught me everything they know. Heretic has a kidney that's looking more like a prune and less like a kidney. Banthar wants to download a link so he can talk to his brother Emilio, but right now he's using a speak and tell on Wi-Fi. And then there was a discussion about going to a Ripper dock as well. Brock, did you want to get something done? Yeah, uh, originally I was going to get a cyber, uh, cybernetic audio suite put in. But since my dad cut me off, I don't have quite the funds for that. So I think I might just get a cyber eye. Well, he didn't cancel your credit card yet. But based on the previous conversation, you may want to talk to him before you do that. And I would like to get the um, chipware socket. It's neuroware, so I can put the um, hard drive from Emilio into my chipware socket. How much money do you have? I only have 370 eddies, but I need 500. Yes, a Neuralink is quite expensive, so let's uh, do some side hustles and try and make some money for Banthar. See, si. help your amigo. 
Because someone, you know, maybe could loan me the money. I only need $170. 130 I cannot count. Sorry. Panther, I will absolutely help you, but first I got to get at least something nicer than this, apparently. Luckily for me, I have my formal monk's robes. All monks are naked underneath, right? It's like a Scottish kilt. So you know of a vendit vending machine at the end of your block down the street from Honeycomb Hideout, and it has all kinds of things, including clothes. Or you can go to a clothing store. Let's go to the vending machine. I say we just go to the nearest brothel and steal some clothes from there. I mean, it's much cheaper. That is a good idea. <laughs> While he's doing the bang bang, you can get his clothes. That's right. That's what I was thinking about. Though. Thank you. That's not a bad idea. Is that enough time to do a little side hustle, get a little extra money? Yeah, the dinner is not for a couple of days. We could homebrew this where you could do some side hustles. Let's roll for side hustles. Wait, aren't I running out of time for this kidney? I got to get to like River Dock soon. You can take the time to go handle that, try to sell the kidney, but you wouldn't have time to go do a side hustle and sell the kidney. So you have to make a choice. Uh, Sly, would you like to roll your side hustle? That's a four. So Sly got hired out as muscle for a fixer corp or gang. Seeing as he's still level four, he only gets a hundred euro bucks. If he was level five, he'd get two. Okay, Banthar, what's your side hustle? I rolled a six. So you sabotaged or otherwise disabled something for a client. You got a hundred. Almost there, buddy. Oh, 30 more eddies and I am there. And all of a sudden, I'm a hundred over what I need. I got 30 eddies for you. Oh, you would be a good friend, amigo. Muchas gracias. And also, I don't understand the value of money. Give him the credit card. See, just hand me the credit card. I will buy it uh, on your credit card. Yeah, somehow I keep on trusting Scythe with the money. Of course I don't understand how it works. My word is my bond. You know I will not take more than uh, you allow me to take. No, I was just going to transfer you 30 credits. So now do you have 500? Do y'all want to go to a Ripper Dock then? All right, Scythe, roll your side hustle. So on the chart for a Netrunner. Scythe cracked a major corporate system and sold the data for quite a bit of profit. 200 euro bucks. Add that to your loot. I guess we're looking for a Ripper Dock. Y'all are in Honeycomb Hideout right now, and don't forget Robin's with you. I have to sell this kidney. It's getting close to turning. Okay, somebody roll local expert to find out. Or just look at a map. Like, All right, Brock Stockton got a 20. So we're headed to Rippers and Strippers. So I don't bore the piss out of the listeners. I'm going to say that the Ripper Dock has the offices underneath the brothel. Okay, so are we walking, are we running, or are we taking an automobile? If it's agreeable with the court, I would like to roll perception to see if there's uh, any car worth stealing around here. 17. Okay, there's lots of cars parked in the street. Take your pick. It's the red one with a big erector set wing on the back of it. Like a spoiler? Is Yeah, big old wing just that's how you know it's good how many seats does it have that thing has uh two bench seats in it so it could fit six three in the back three in the front i believe this is an old um 89 caprice so this just got dropped off from the set of two wong fu thanks for everything (laughs) uh anybody else have a better lock picking base than me i'm a nine i'll go ahead and give it a try 11. What's the DV on that? 15. On an 89 Caprice? I'm pretty sure I could put the cassette tape in the wrong way and it'll start up. I got an 18. Okay, looks like Sly can pick the lock. Get out of my way, Scythe. I can do this. You just you just tap up and then you twist. That's why I'm single. No, that's how a prostate is examined. 
Okay, who's driving? I am driving. Also, you have to hotwire this car. He just did that. He just picked it. No, I picked the car door lock. <laughs> it was a convertible. You could have just hopped over the doors. <laughs> just shove a screwdriver in there. This is an 89. All right, DV is 15 to hotwire or screwdrive this car ignition. Let's roll vehicle tech. I roll it 14. You do not start this car. Let me try. I also rolled a 14. I'm going to say the next fail breaks the ignition. It's two miles to the Ripper Dock from the Honeycomb Hideout. Gold Bond is very hard to acquire in the future. Before I use my luck, what is the DV for this? The DV's 15. I'll use five luck points because I rolled a 10. And I just don't want to break it. It fires up and you need to get out of the driver's seat and let Banthar take the wheel. So those of you new to the cyberpunk lore, there was a war that stopped production of new vehicles. So this is not the video game 2077 where everything's flying cars and stuff. There's still cars running around from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s on the road. Banthar, I need you to roll drive land vehicle. I get a 23 for drive the land vehicle. Thank you for inviting me on your adventure. Oh, God, I forgot you were here. Robin, you're... You're my third favorite person in this group. I love having you around. I kind of like to chuckle fuck, too. While we're driving, I'm throwing up a, a short uh, video on my click clock. Uh, it's just going to be st- me standing up in the back, selfie mode, and it's like, what's up, Night City? You're on Brockdown. New ride. Who this? What did you get for Driveland Vehicle? I got a 23. Nice. You're keeping it in between the lines. So uh, where are we going again? We're going to the, uh, the Garden of... Uh no, you're going to Rippers and Strippers. I thought it was the Stitch and Snatch. All right, you pull up to Rippers and Strippers, and there are two prostitutes outside, and uh, the door is open. Hey, baby, let me see your penotes. Yeah, you want to get out of here? No, I have I have uh, some things to do inside. I am sorry. Maybe next time. There's a receptionist at the front, and... To the left goes upstairs to the brothel, and to the right goes into the Ripper Dog office. I am going to the receptionist and distract her so my friend Sly can go upstairs and get some clothes. Heretic, which way do you go? Uh, I go towards the Ripper Dog. Y'all approach the receptionist. Oh, hi, senorita. How are you tonight? Hi, welcome to Rippers and Strippers. Oh, which way is the Rippers and which way is the Strippers? Strippers to your left and rippers to your right. Okay, amigos, let's go have some fun, okay? I'm going to the right. Heading right. Heading right. They're going to the right to the ripper, and you're going to the stripper. So everyone's going to the ripper dock except Sly. You're going on a solo mission to find some John who has thrown their pants on the floor. Correct. It's a really good idea, actually. We're going to go with Sly upstairs. And uh, you walk up to what seems to be the madam, and she says, Hey there, what's your fancy? I, I like him kind of big. Oh, we got just the girl for you. I don't think you understand. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, bless your heart. Uh, we have a big one. She, she's real big now. Careful what you ask for. Can you point me to the biggest woman? Yeah, follow me. So the madam takes Sly back to room number five. So Sly opens the door, and uh, there is a large woman sitting on the bed, and she 
pats the bed with her hand, gesturing for Sly to sit beside her. Sly proceeds to enter the room and sits on the bed and waits for the madam of the house to walk away. Hey, honey. So what are you into? I'll be honest. I just came here to get some cheap clothes. I'm waiting for the madam of the house to walk away. I'm sorry, what? You wouldn't happen to have any of your boyfriend's clothes, would you? Well, I don't have a boyfriend. You want to be my boyfriend? I'm going to walk out. <laughs> Thanks for wasting my time. I know this was time as money. What, what do I owe you? I feel bad. 300 eddies. <laughs> His whole plan was to search up and down the hallway after the madam left, and he was trying to be nice to the chick. Can I get those sheets? I'll give you 50 eddies for them. You give me 50 eddies for the sheets? Yeah, just the sheets. Okay. Okay, let's pan down to the Ripper dock where it's not so weird, hopefully. Oh, we're going to make it weird. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Rippers and Strippers. I would like some, stri- I mean, Rippers, please. Hello, I would like to buy some a chipware socket. I have the money right here. Do you need a kidney? Coming out strong. <laughs> now, one at a time. Who needs help first? I would like to get a chipware socket, please. Por favor. A Neuralink? See, a Neuralink. Okay, have a seat. Okay, muchas gracias. How much do I owe you? 500 eddies. Here you go, cha-ching. Subtract that from your account. See, I am going to zero, mi amigo, so I will need your help in the future to get some more money, okay? I'm always there for my patients. Oh, you're the best. The Ripper Dark begins to install a Neuralink and has put Banthar under. While he's acclimating, who's next? I'm in need of a cyber audio suite. Okay, have a seat. There's only one Ripper Dark in here. And no sink. He has a mohawk. (laughs) Does he have a plaque on his wall that says he graduated from college? He has one cyber hand. Where is credentials? Ha! (laughs) (laughs) And he has a plaque on the wall that says graduated from Night City University. A doctorate from Night City University. I would like a bug detector. Bear with me. Your midnight lady trademarked sexual implants as well as the Mr. Stud trademarked sexual implants. And that'll be all. Does Scythe have a cyber audio suite already? They should. (laughs) Them do. (laughs) Banthar and Brock Stockton are out and uh, acclimating to the anesthesia. And the Ripper Doc asks Scythe to pull their pants down. Oh, you're going to appreciate this. Way ahead of you. Your pants are already down? Yes. <laughs> oh, their pants down as in Scythe, not asked Scythe to pull our pants down. <laughs> Ask me if it's cold in here. Is it cold in here? Nope. Just really small. That's why you need the Mr. Stud. All right, so let me get this straight. You want a lady of the night. Yeah, trademarked. (laughs) Implant. And a Mr. Stud? Trademarked. So... And the bug detector. Are you going double barrel or over under? Over under. Duh. Have you ever seen Futa? Thanks for coming out. (laughs) I'm confused, and I need you to explain your procedure. Spoiler alert. My character does have a dick right now. 
and, and not a vagina. So I'm getting my dick enhanced with a Mr. Stud trademark sexual enhancement. Now, right underneath that, I'm going to get the Midnight Lady installed. He's going to have to open up a new receptacle port for it. But that's where it's going. Like pretty much right under in the taint is where this is going to be installed. The gooch. This, this podcast has escalated quickly, okay? We're going to have to mark this not safe for work. This went dark. They're going to have to hook plumbing up to this thing. Otherwise, how can I do my party tricks? The Ripper Doc looks baffled and asks Scythe to sit down. Do I put my legs in the stirrup or... Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and put my legs in the stirrup. I was there anyway. And he applies anesthesia to Scythe and they go out. As I'm passing out, I say... Do you think that tattoo is funny? What? I got a tattoo down there that uh, is a smiley face. And underneath it, it says, have I put a smile on your face today? Heretic. <laughs> I think that uh, the Ripper Doc wants to know what you'd like to do here. And why you keep on touching his stuff. Well, I have, why well, I have quite the opportunity for you, uh, Fellow doctor, it's good, to see, it's good to see someone else who walks in the path. I have procured quite a fresh kidney. You're a doctor? I come from the wastes. It's more of an unofficial term. But either way, I have this kidney. Would you be interested in it? Wait, you have a kidney? Yes, extracted recently. Let me see it. I open the box with a kidney in it and show him. Oh my god. It's still got at least 12 hours on it, I believe. I don't think so. It's, it's still pretty fresh. We kept it in the cooler. It looks very dry. It's still good. It's still good. You still have 24 to 36 hours to transplant it into another person. I don't think I can use this. Are, are you sure? Roll persuasion. <laughs> At this point, we should just have it bronzed. I got a nine. So I do cybernetics, and this kidney looks expired. I'm sure it's more like a manager's special, but it's still good. See? I'll pick it up, and I'll like squeeze it a little. <laughs> <laughs> Look how it dances around. It's fine. Hello, my darling. Hello, my baby. It's still very spongy. <laughs> I'm afraid I have no use for that. Let me attend to my patients. All right. Uh, so you're going over there to attend the patients? Good. Okay. When he turns around, I'm going to try to steal the doctorate off the wall. <laughs> you're going to white out his name? Yeah, I'm just going to write my name on it. All right. Let's pan back upstairs to Sly, who is now wrapped in a bed sheet. No, no, no. He's not wrapped in the bed sheet. <laughs> He's smarter than that. He, he has it wrapped in his arms. He's going to casually try to walk out the door. You bought him, right? You bought him. Yeah. The you sheets, paid, they're yeah. yours. Yeah. He, he just doesn't want the, the hooker to come after him because he doesn't think he can take her in a fight. Yeah, I paid the hooker for the sheets. <laughs> but you paid her good money. Uh, you just have to explain to the receptionist that you're a dirty little pig boy and live in dirt. <laughs> Oink, oink. <laughs> Sly goes back into the hallway, and the madam is gone. I'm going to look up and down real quick and see if I can find some clothes on the outside. There are six doors. 
and you were in door number five, what are you going to do? Who the hell just leaves their clothes out in the hallway at a brothel? Listen, I'll, I've never been to a brothel. I'm going to go up to door number six and listen in, see if anybody's in there. You hear the sounds of sweet lovemaking. Oh, that's kind of nice. Is it like an exterior door where it seals down at the bottom? Or is it like an interior door where you can kind of lay down on the ground and look underneath and see if there's any clothes on the ground? How about you grab the exterior handle and open it, okay? You cannot see under the door. Sly's going to go up to door number four. (laughs) All the doors are the same. Can't you pick the lock and open it quietly? They are busy. They will not notice. Yeah, let's let's go with that. I'm going to attempt to pick the lock and then stealth my way in. Which door? Do you want stealth first to see if I can pick the lock quietly or pick just see if I can pick the lock? You know, I think you should just try to open the door. It might be open. Sly gingerly pushes down and turns the door handle to test to see if it's unlocked. Roll stealth. I rolled a 16 for stealth. Okay, DV was 15 to open the door quietly. They do not notice that you've opened the door slightly. I'm looking to see if there's any clothes on the ground. Roll perception. DV's going to be 10. That's another 16. You see men's clothes on the floor. Are they my size? Pick them up and look. Sly's going to crawl over because he doesn't want to risk getting up and either of them seeing him. And he grabs the clothes and stealths back out. Roll a 1d10 and a 1 and a 2, it's not your size. Six. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Sly has some new clothes. That's getting it the hard way. I, I think she was getting it the hard way, but, you know, who's the judge? Sly is now going to conceal the clothes in the bed sheets that he legitimately bought. Roll conceal and reveal. Wait, who are you hiding this from? The receptionist? Okay, DV's 10 because you have a bed sheet. What do you do now? You're downstairs at the receptionist area. Do you go into the Ripper Doctor? Do you go outside? Yeah, I'm going to go straight to Ripper Doctor and re- readjust my friends. Do I, do I feel a wall of some kind in those clothes? Roll a 1D10 and a 1 and a 2, the wallet was not in his pants. God damn it! <laughs> that rules. Man, I really wanted to see this guy get bounced from the strip club later for not being able to fucking pay while we're leaving. When we left the Ripper Dock, Heretic was trying to steal the plaque off the wall, and uh, Sly is on his case about being a doctor. So I'm going to need Heretic to roll stealth. Nice. Say it again. That's incredible. 20. I'm going to have Sly roll perception to see if he sees Heretic steal the plaque. Sly does not see Heretic take the plaque. Guys, why, why are y'all getting work done by someone who doesn't have a degree? I know we get it done by Heretic all the time, but like, why would we go and pay someone to do it? Young man, I do have a degree. So does I am a doctor. I'm sorry, but my friend over there, Heretic, says he's, he's a doctor all the time. He always claims people aren't doctors. He's very unreasonable. You and I have similar medical training, and he goes around talking about how we're not doctors. I, I just have one question for you. Did you go to college to be a doctor? I went to the University of Night City. Why are you questioning me? It's because he's a jerk. Oh, and why are you here? 
Do you know him? Yes. He's always going around claiming I'm not a doctor, even though I've practiced in the medical field my whole life. You told me you were a doctor. I am a doctor. He's not a doctor. Cocaine in my bullet hole wound, sir. He's being iatrophobic. He's an iatrophobe. He's scared of doctors. Well, young man, you shouldn't be in here. I know, right? Sit down and shut up. I'm busy. Fuck you, heretic. <laughs> yes, Sly. Listen to the doctor. Did you have your plaque up, though? Like, you had it on display for people to see, right? I just don't see one. How would he have noticed it was missing? Well, doctors in general put it up so that people can... He didn't notice that it was, was missing, but he can ask the question. But he's about to bust you out, which could lead to an issue. Yeah, stop bothering him while he's, while he's doing neurosurgery. These three people are under his care, and you're maybe about to piss him off because you're a little witch hunt. Ask the question again. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, though, sir. Uh, y'all, y'all normally, doctors in general, right, normally put their diplomas up on display so that people can have confidence that they're going to a professional, correct? Yes, my diploma is right. Where's my diploma? Oh, I just oh, got gee. here, sir. Oh, what? Where's my diploma? Who all's been in here since since I got here? Did you take my diploma? My shirt now reads, don't ask me. I'm under anesthesia. Are you sure it isn't one of those things that you've lost and just didn't notice? It was on the wall when you came in. Are you sure? I think so. Did you take my diploma? Well, you know, there's there's a lot of, like, memory loss. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He said you weren't a doctor. I am a doctor. Did you take my diploma? What? What? Face off. Don't fuck this up for me, man. We're under anesthesia. The guy's doing brain surgery on two of us. And you guys are running around being the burner squad. You're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. It's a crit fail. Yeah, I got a minus four. <laughs> I got a minus. Yeah, and you're getting gender expansion surgery. So that means it just like falls out of my pocket while I'm talking to him. <laughs> it's literally in your hand. Yeah. It, like I open my coat and it just falls out. <laughs> Why do you have my diploma? Oh, oh, the the diploma. Oh, did you uh, just not realize what that was? Were you just like looking at it? Yes, that's exactly what's going on. Yes, I was looking at it, and then you started talking to me about the kidney, and I must have just put it in my pocket by accident. So you were admiring it. Yes, as a fellow doctor, I always enjoy to see the credentials of my fellow practitioners in the holy way. Well, why don't you show them yours? Because it's back with my gear. It's part of the shrine. Would you mind putting that back on the wall, please? Oh, yes. Uh, let me do that forthwith. Okay, I, you know what? I, I'm going to let it die there. I'll put it back on the wall. I got busted. I'm not I'm not mad. I'm not going to push my luck. <laughs> I got close. <laughs> this is just going to turn into, you know... Brock and Banthar being brain dead and Scythe getting the Billy Billy treatment. <laughs> okay, let's get on with this and I'll say that the surgeries are all complete. Brock, tell what you have again. I have a cyber audio suite, which will allow me to add uh, attachments such as uh, audio recorders, uh, enhanced hearing, uh, even bug trackers. Banthar, what do you have? I have a socket, a cyber socket that I can uh, plug uh, Emilio's essence into it so he can communicate with us. The Neuralink. See, the Neuralink. That's what I said. And Scythe, what did you get? 
I got the Midnight Lady trademark sexual implant right below my Mr. Stud trademark sexual implant. And I also got a bug detector, which will detect bugs as well as uh, STDs and my new sexual implants. You mean like cockroaches? Cyber crabs. What heretic get? He almost got a fucking degree, but... (laughs) It's time for dinner. So the group gets back into the car who's driving. I am driving. Man, I thought you were not driving. I am a good driver. You just had brain surgery. (laughs) Okay. He's fine. Brock, Scythe, and Banthar are heavily medicated and numbed out. I'm assuming that you don't know how to drive a car heretic, right? I've been around the nomads for years. I've picked up a few things. Just give me the fucking keys. You can't drive. I'm going to go ahead and drive, all right? So is everybody changing into their dinnerware? See? Oh, yes. Yeah, luckily my old school uniform still fits. I need Sly to roll drive land vehicle. That's a 17. That'll work. All I can see is natural born killers flying by my window. Where are we going? Hi, Scythe. I'm glad you came back. What happened to you? Who the fuck are you? It's Robin. Hey, Robin. Robin, I'm afraid our friend has been heavily medicated. We're going. We're going to Stock's house. Yes, we're going to Brock's house. So Sly pulls up to the gate of the executive zone, and there are heavily armed guards waving you forward. I'm gonna lean out the window and be like, ah, Hey guys, you're going to dinner. Get back in the car, ma'am. Okay. Do I have any sedatives? Yeah, give me more sedatives. I would think you do. I have med tech bags. Can I just give him a sedative to knock him all completely out? He's pretty knocked out. Give me, give me, give me, give me. But full on, like, he's out. Give me. <laughs> well, how are you gonna get into the house? I'm going to roll resist drugs and torture and hope that I just get more fucked up and not actually sleep. Hey, Ricky. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we, we, we had a bit of a day. Oh, hey, Brock. I'm, I'm sorry, Ooh. sir. He's, a, he's under my care. He's a bit out of it right now. He's You'll, a doctor. Where, where, I'm a doctor. Where are you're we? You're going to your parents' house? I yeah, think. yeah. We're doing a spaghetti dinner night. They said they wanted to meet my roommates. Dad, uh, I think he's trying to get me out on the company, man. Spaghetti's your favorite, huh? Hell Brock, yeah. It's Brock, a good day. Brock. Who the fuck are these guys? That's Ricky and Johnny. Ricky! Uh, excuse me again. Oh my God, get her back in the car right now. Get, go. They open the gate. Get out of here, go. Did you just assume my genders? So you pull inside of the executive zone and you're passing a full-on golf course. And there's a beauty spa and a club and the Garden of Eden Gate is ahead of you. Look at all this fucking grass and trees. Shit. Yeah, yeah, they changed the fountains. Santa Maria, I think I am in heaven. You guys' house don't look like this? There are beautiful gardens with tropical plants, things that you, most of you, have never seen before, and there's a big sign that says gardens brought to you by Biotechnica. So you get to the next gate, and there are two heavily armed guards... Hey, Brock. Oh, hey, guys. Yeah, see, we got, we got new sundew in the uh, in the jungle section of the, uh, the gardens. That's awesome. Yes, yes. New addition. Now you like it? Yeah, no, it's really great. Only in the executive zone. Yeah, no, it's a... Uh, it, it, I, I forgot how much I like it over Who are here. your friends? Uh, these are my new roommates. Um, Dad kind of, you know, he gave me a chance to, you know, get my own place. So I took on a couple of roommates and 
We've been uh, starting a business together. Scythe is in the back seat just making finger guns at the guards. What's her deal? She's extremely high. High? Yeah, she just had surgery. You're going you're gonna to take her to your parents? Mom and dad insisted they want us to meet the other roommates. Um, right now, like this? Don't worry, they're under my medical... What do you mean, her to your parents? Uh, he's... They is under my medical... Are you a doctor? <laughs> Are you a doctor? You see, Sly, every fiber of Sly's being. Yes, of course I'm a doctor. These patients have been released into my care. <laughs> he's a doctor. Uh, apparently, uh, quotation marks are part of the symptoms of the anesthesia. She's doing air quotes. Yes, it's an unfortunate side effect. Who the fuck is she? Three gritted teeth. Yes, he's a doctor. <laughs> See? Even Sly says so. A <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> okay, let me see everybody's ID. I show my ID. My name's McLovin. I present my fresh ID. I show him my green card. Okay, they wave you through and open the gate. You pull up to a mega structure. This is a high rise with hundreds of condos inside the building. And there are people walking dogs. There's Lamborghinis and corporate executives coming in and out with bodyguards. And then what do you do? Uh, we're going to head towards the, uh, the grand foyer. Okay, there's two elevators. I use my, uh, my pass key to, you know, basically authorize us going up. Look at all the buttons. And Scythe hits all the buttons on the elevator. Holy cheat, this is how the other half leaves. Okay, you have plenty of time because you're hitting every floor. And on floor three, the door opens up and Sly has his pants off. And the people waiting for the elevator reel back in shock. Uh, don't worry, it's a medical examination. Uh, we'll get the next one, thanks. No, no. At this point, I got my hand just on the uh, door close button every time it comes up. So the elevator door opens, and Brock's butler is standing there with champagne. And he says, Welcome home, young Master Stockton. Carson, it's so good to see you. We've been expecting you. They're here! They're here! Oh, you brought your little friends with you! Oh my! What pretty feathers! Thank you! <laughs> you got a strange face. How do you make it melt like that? So cute! What? This is my roommate, Scythe. Uh, she she had a little medical uh, issue earlier today, and she's, the anesthetic is still wearing off. Oh my god, is she... What... What did you just say? I would love some champagne. Thank you. It would help with the anesthetic. Carson! I've now drank three of the champagne flutes that's on the tray. And then Carson leans over to you and says, More wine. <laughs> Carson, I like your nose. Thank you, ma'am. Hey, Carson. Carson. Yes? You want to do a Jaeger bomb with me? Oh, Carson. No, thank you. Carson, just hear me out. No, thank you. Hey, Carson. Hey, Carson. I think it might be a good idea to uh, to set Scythe in the drawing room. Carson, come over here. Look at this. Carson. Well, that looks like a crit success. Come with me to the drawing room. And the butler takes Scythe to the drawing room. Hey, sport, come on in. What's happening, Dad? We're just about to eat dinner. 
The chef has prepared your spaghetti. Well, I'm happy to hear that, sir. I, I hope it's not too much of an imposition that my new roommates uh, come with me. Uh, they, I needed to take them on to help afford to pay for the apartment. And your mom pulls you aside and says, What's wrong with his feet? Referring to Robin. Robin has a, a checkered past. He, he used to belong to uh, a, a group of fellows that got some, some surgical implants to look, uh, look different. Well, it is 2045. Yeah, and luckily those days are behind him. Just tell her he's a fucking clown. What's your friend screaming? Do the moonwalk thing. Oh, my. Yes, they just had surgery, ma'am, and uh, it can make them quite aloof. At this point, Brock is just a thousand yards staring, trying to figure out how to survive tonight. Okay, we've been waiting for you, and the dinner's already ready, so have a seat. And everyone sits down. Mr. Stockton's at the head of the table. Muffy Stockton is at the other head of the table. Brock sits down uh, down by his mom. Where are you sitting, heretic? Uh, I'll sit near the father. I am sitting in close proximity to Muffy because we are going to play footsie under the table. She's pretty hot, Brock. I need another shot. I'm having flashbacks to every closing shift that I've ever had. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean I can't have just one more? Scythe did a critical success in persuasion on Carson. He slips them a Jaeger bomb. <laughs> uh, who else is he do this no-handed? Nobody. All right, here it goes. Was that Jaeger? Oh, that's fine. We're good. Roll resist drugs and torture, Scythe. I got, I got a 10. You, you got a 10? I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, my God. You guys are so precious. Brock, I like your mom. Yeah, she's cool. No, Brock, I like your mom. Brock. Yeah? <laughs> That's really great, man. I uh, thank you for inviting us to your family day. I gotta use the bathroom. We're really enjoying the fellowship. Carlton, take me to the bathroom. Come with me, ma'am. We're just here to to love each other and enjoy this day and this food. Is this real wheat noodles? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you like it, Robin. It's a, you're being an amazing guest. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Y'all never believe what I found in the bathroom. Scythe. It was in my pocket. Scythe. Shh. Did you just pop smoke in my mom's house? Yeah. Is there a toilet paper now? We have a bidet. Okay. Oh my God. What's that smoke coming out of the bathroom? Carlton. Carlson. Carson. Carson. <laughs> Doesn't know his name. He just keeps calling him different ones. You over there. <laughs> He's the third butler this week. Help. Carson. Isn't it neat that you guys have the same last name? I know, right? Scythe popped a smoke grenade inside the bathroom and smoke comes billowing out into the dining room. <laughs> Put my nasal filters on. Oh, I'm going to take a nap right here. And the smoke alarm goes off. Mr. Stockton jumps up from the table, makes sure to grab the, his bourbon, and goes into the other room. Earmuffs, Muffy. Start just 
pounded spaghetti into my mouth. <laughs> Brock's still sitting at the table, just picking at his noodles. Just shaking his head. Sly is seething because he wanted to get some information out of these people, and Scythe has ruined it. <laughs> There's no way Sly's getting anything out of anyone now. And, and feels as embarrassed as Brock does. <laughs> Do you want to show uh, Robin your clown room? I mean, that seems like the right time to do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. while the smoke alarm's going off and uh, the dinner's falling apart. Hey, Robin, you want to see my childhood bedroom? I would love to see your childhood bedroom. I am going to continue to eat some spaghetti. It's very good. I basically am just looking for an excuse to get away from the table. So Brock takes Robin to the clown room and opens the door. I go in and, you know, just sit down on the race car bed. Put my head in my hands. It's all clowns. Yeah, uh, they used to always cheer uh, me up when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know. I, I was hoping they were going to work tonight. I I I have to. I need to leave. All right, man. I'll, I'm I'm just going to stay here then. Come on. So there's a knock on the door. Carson runs over to the front door, opens the door, and it's the Garden of Eden security. Is everything okay in here? It it it's fine. It's fine. My. My friend. Need everybody to get out. She accidentally pulled the pin on her smoke grenade that she had in her pocket. Oh, it's it's fine. I I promise you, it, it's okay. We just need to well, air out. Well, protocol house. says we need to evacuate the entire building. Come with me. And then Carson goes back into the clown room and gets you, and gets Mr. Stockton and Muffy and the chef. Gets the staff. Sly and myself pick up Scythe and we walk him out the door. Sly roll perception. How am I rolling so bad? That's a two. <laughs> you don't notice anything. So everyone spills out into the parking lot and the fire department is rolling up. The security guards ask Brock. So what happened in there? I think somebody might have lit a fire in the other uh, bathroom. I'm not entirely sure. I was in my room at the time. I, I think it might be time that, you know, we get somewhere safer. So I, th- I think we're going to head on out. Okay, clear the area. Guys, get in the fucking car. Let's bomb in those muchachos. Bye, Brocky. We love you. Love you too, Mom. Uh, it was great to see you, and uh, you too, sir. Uh, I will be calling you about the uh, the mailroom position uh, later on tomorrow. Yes, but don't bring those hoodlums back, okay, sport? Okay, I'll just leave them at the apartment. Bye-bye. I'm going to fucking kill him. He's fucking pissed. <laughs> Why do you think my dad stole your dad's necklace? <laughs> Hold on. You think that I, I'm going to kill your dad or want something to do with your family? Is that what you're thinking? I, you did say I'm going to fucking kill him. Who are you killing? Scythe. Oh, right. Okay. Scythe's passed out in the back of the car. I'm going to level with y'all. All right. My family wasn't exactly relocated as they were um, massacred on their land and, and the survivors were forced to flee. And I am trying to find the people who did that. I thought your dad might be able to give me some sort of lead on that. But that's not going to happen now. I'm going to have to go down some different avenues. The nomadic regions are quite violent. I can attest to them myself. I've seen more than my fair share of horror. In my small town in Argentina, we had a library. It only had one book. Wasn't Billy Billy's autobiography? No, it was the Bible. So Brock's plan to infiltrate the corporate underworld shall be fought another day. So where are you headed? Oh, who's driving? I cannot drive. I am still inebriated. 
It's either Heretic or Sly. Or Robin. Robin, would you like to drive? I, I need to make a phone call. Oh, yeah, I'd love to drive this beauty. No one's fucked it up yet, which I, I'm very happy about. <laughs> yeah, no one's fucked up the car yet. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to roll to that one where we just total it. <laughs> okay, Robin successfully drives land vehicle. So where are we headed? To the honeycomb hideout? Give me a second. I'm a, I need to give somebody a call. I slide proceeds to call Jerry Mason. It's a mobile phone. Yes, I know, but if... We are mobile. Yes. I guess start driving back to the honeycomb hideout so we can drop Sly, Sly off. Okay, Sly. Just throw him in the trunk. I mean, he, he deserves a lot worse. Scythe goes right in the trunk. We put him in the trunk and we can go party. You're putting Scythe in the trunk? Correct. Santa Maria, Jesus, do not let Scythe get killed in the trunk of his car, okay? So our group's going to have a conversation about what went down during the car ride to the Honeycomb hideout. Uh, Brock, can you, can you do me a favor? You want me to do you a favor? Let's talk to your father. I, uh, I was gone to tonight, and then, uh, and then... Well, it doesn't have to be tonight. I just... Yeah. Some Vegas showgirl, uh, you know, popped smoke in the bathroom and, uh, made me instantly regret bringing you to my parents' house. I, I, I understand that. Just, could you ask him about the Cooper family? If he knows anything about them. Why would he know anything about them? I don't know. He's, he's a big, he lives in the Garden of Eden where most of the high-end executives live. And he might ha- be privy to some knowledge that the common man would not be privy to. I mean, do you think he would know anything about it? It's a possibility. He, he's a lawyer, right? Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be a stretch of the imagination to assume that he has covered up some shady stuff in the past. Mr. Stockton is a corporate lawyer. I mean, my dad's always been an honest guy. I mean, he's kind of, you know, kind of a stuff shirt, but, you know. I think he's always been honest with you, and he might know some stuff. But that's neither here nor there. That, I, just ask him if he knows who the Coopers are. When they pull into the driveway and all get out of the car, a blacked-out Suburban pulls up and the back window rolls down and an assault rifle comes out and opens fire. Oh shit. So let's roll uh, 1d6 and the lowest number is the target. So Brock is the target. Here comes an auto fire. They rolled a 15. The difficulty value for a point blank shot is 17 for an assault rifle. It actually gets uh, it actually gets easier. The uh, like its maximum efficiency is at 26 to 50 meters. So that doesn't hit, but it peppers the car. Scythe is in the trunk. Divine intervention saves Scythe. <laughs> so that auto fire misses and sprays the car and the building, and everyone ducks for cover. And the suburban pulls off in a screech, drives away. Drive by. Can, can I do perception to see if I see any markings on that vehicle or on the personnel inside the vehicle that would lead to me to believe what group they are with? DV's going to be 18. If I was taking a wild guess, I would say cops with clown noses on. The answer's no. I don't World's see anything. worst detective. <laughs> so everybody's prone in the driveway. What do you do now? I am going to get up and go inside, okay? By the divine, said we must have had somebody looking out for us. So I, like, wipe glass off me. Robin, are we really going to park this stolen car right outside of our place? We don't have a garage. I think we just pop it in neutral and walk away, buddy. Oh, shit. Let's get Scythe out first, okay? You want to ghost ride this bitch? Kind of. 
Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so your street is flat. Scythe is in the trunk. After getting Scythe. Slag goes around back, pops the trunk, pulls Scythe out, and gently tucks him into bed. Her into bed. Them into bed. Why don't you go park it down the street? I asked if we were literally going to just leave the car outside, and this is the fucking solution they came up with, sir. <laughs> okay? I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> I, no, I am still a little groggy, but I would drive it down the street. I think I can make it. I mean, you could reverse it into your neighbor's car if you'd like. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. No, I will drive it down the street. One block. Okay, Banthar's going to hide the stolen vehicle by parking it down the street. So a little bit shaken up, the group goes up into the honeycomb hideout. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, fellas, I am anxious to get Emilio downloaded. I am going to jack into the network and going to dial up my IP address I have, and I am going to download Emilio into my chip. Okay, Banthar, you can follow the same procedure that Scythe did in the slide tournament and jack into the Simtendo, but you have to load the game Mallard Hunt and shoot the laughing dog. You can enter the link that Emilio sent you to his whereabouts so that you can connect with him and he can communicate with you going forward. But because you're not a net runner, you can't go into the net architecture, but you can basically go online, connect with Emilio, and communicate with him. I am, uh, I am downloading Emilio onto my chipset so that I can uh, ask him to do um, technical things on the net. He is going to be a net runner, so he will be able to uh, help us in our escapades, okay? Thank you, friends, for listening to our new podcast, Cyber Psychos. We'll see you next time. Adios.